This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach Brittle. I'm here with Laura Heck. Gosh, this episode is one of my favorites. Um, uh, we're talking about a concept that I learned about from my old therapist, um, not my new therapist or my current therapist, whom I love, but I also loved my old therapist. And he introduced me to the idea of finite and infinite games which I love as a metaphor for any long-term committed relationship. Um, It's really just about how to stay on top of the rules and roles in your relationship um, as you try to figure out how to stay in it and enjoy it. Also today, I'm proud to announce that Marriage Therapy Radio is now officially part of the iHeartRadio network, which means we are fancy. It also means that we officially have sponsors, which you'll begin to hear about today. Um, We're really excited about that. Thank you for making it possible. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Wait, you're still drinking celery juice? Yeah, it's my daily ritual. Celery and cucumber and lemon. I'm proud of you. It makes me feel so good. Thank you. What do you, do you have a juicer or do you like do something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a juicer. I've had it for a very long time and it continues to kick. I love it when you spend money on something. It goes in and out of storage. (laughs) It does. It gets packed away and then all of a sudden I'll have like this resurgence of, of health and wellness. And I'm like, oh, come on, come on back out here juicer. Yeah. But I think the problem with juicing is that a lot of people, it's a lot of sugar, but I don't mm-hmm. think there's a ton of sugar in a lemon, cucumber and celery. Right. Uh, anyway. Probably not. No. Ask me what I'm doing this weekend. Ask me. What Ask me. are you doing this weekend? Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Uh, I am going to be taking my sprinter van and I'm going to drive to Victoria, British Columbia. Wait, you're coming so by my house. Excited. Are you going to stop by my house and say hi? Uh, no, actually I'm not because I'm not coming by your house. I am going to be taking the ferry and that is not, not by your house. The ferry is Port Angeles. No, it's not. Oh, it's, but it's before my house. Yeah. 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 So I'm going up there. I'm going to be my girlfriend's roadie wife, um, which is new terminology to me, but apparently that is like something in the tri community. Um, so she's competing in the half iron. Triathlon. Triathlon. <laughs> Try triathlon. I'm watching this show on HBO right now. It's called The Staircase, and um, I won't ruin it for you. Well, maybe I will. You find you out can. in the second episode that the guy 
the, the protagonist is bisexual. So there's like kind of this, the bi, the bi community or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you said tri community. I was like, wait, uh-huh. what is there's a, tri- there's a big tri community in Seattle. Yeah. But n- and I mean not that trisexual. Sexual... N- yes, I do. Like poly, what? poly community, oh, okay. poly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I'm really true. excited. I'm excited to go up there. I'm excited. We're going to do some whale watching. I'm going to live in the same pair of underwear for four days. Hey, this was fun. I had clients uh, that were listening to the episode and they said, Hey, we recently listened and we heard you talking about having like toothbrushes that you share in the household. Um, and they were like, we were this close to firing you (laughs) as a therapist. (laughs) I've gotten fired. I've gotten fired three times in the last week or two. Oh, it's weird. And it's, it's weird. It's, I, it's sort of like, you know how when famous people die, they die in threes. Yes. Yep. It's sort of like this. It's like I got fired three times and it was all, Mm -hmm. they were all different. They were all kind of unexpected, but I will say that they were all some of my favorite clients. And I want to say I've chosen to believe it's because they got what they needed and they decided that they were going to go get something else Uh, or, but, or that they were going to, that they were fine, that they were good, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was pretty terminal. (laughs) It was sort of like, it wasn't like, Hey, we'll see you in the fall. It was more like, like, we're done for good. We're good. We're good. Thank you so much. Uh, We hope you have a really great life sack. And you're like, wow. Okay. Anyway. Um, I have attempted to fire some clients and they're just like, you know, we, uh, we don't want to be fired around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Um, I do think it is a good thing when, when clients fire their therapist in a verbal affirmative way. I do. Yeah. Because one, I I, I think it's important for them to take ownership of their own growing and healing. And if you begin to recognize that maybe you're stalling out and you're doing the things that your therapist has asked you to do, like you're not stalling out because you're not doing the homework. You're not like doing the process, but you're stalling out because maybe you've hit a ceiling. Mm -hmm. I've heard that often is like, we've gone as far as we can go with this therapist, given their specific modality or their Mm -hmm. training or expertise. And so I think that it's a really positive thing for people to say, Hey, we've kind of hit our ceiling. Um, you know, Gottman method has gotten us as far as we need to go. And maybe it's time to shift over to emotionally focused therapy, which I think is a great transition. Yeah. I don't usually get that. It's more like you've gotten us as far as we think we can go. And we're going to go switch over to not you. Okay. (laughs) It's pretty amazing that they're able to verbalize that. Yeah. One of them asked me for a referral. They're like, we we just like a referral for a couple of therapists. I was like, so wait, what's your criteria? And it basically was not, not, not you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can help you. There's lots. Uh huh. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, there are a lot of not not me's around. Oh gosh, funny. Did, oh, I was just getting ready to say what, what what were you saying before that? I don't know, but I will say oh, I give people. I tell them after they meet with me for the first time, which is very different from you developing a relationship with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, you know, after you've met with me for the first time, you get to opt in or opt out. But mm-hmm. once you're in, you're in. And um, and I said, but, you know, if you never come back to see me, if you want to send me an email and say, Laura, you weren't our gal, but do you happen to know anybody else that we might like? Mm-hmm. I'm happy to do that. It doesn't sting because I've only met with them once. Yeah. It would probably sting a little bit if they've, you yeah. Know, you've met with them many times. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of last week we were talking about health and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it helps. I can't imagine if I were less sort of confident in my just self. I mean, I'm confident in my career too, but myself that, that I, that I wouldn't internalize some of this stuff and like go feel like really terrible about it. But I, I, I don't, I think it's a big world and there's lots of different ways people can get help. The other thing I remembered what I was thinking about is 
I have been in this conversation a lot, which is people talking about individual therapy versus couples therapy. And I've realized Mm -hmm. they're like totally different things. Mm -hmm. They're completely different sports, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, (laughs) And so that is... And you're you're doing, what's like the ratio of individual versus couples? Oh, I have have two individual clients and maybe Mm -hmm. 40 couples in my practice. Um, yeah. So it's 2% or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever math it's math, it's math small. It's <laughs> <laughs> it might be closer to like three and a half percent. Okay. Yeah. But no, they're totally different machines. And I, uh, part of it is I appreciate that because I'm in my own therapy and I understand that what I'm doing with her is mm-hmm. not at all what I'm doing with my own clients. Right. But I am trying to figure out how to balance some of that because I think, I think the work kind of the internal work. I still, I think it's really, really important to be doing that, that stuff. Um, I agree. I definitely have uh, individuals in my practice that are a part of a couple that will never go to see an individual therapist mm, because mm-hmm. they are not the problem. Mm-hmm. It is their partner. That's the problem. That's why they're here in couples therapy. Yeah. And so I, I sneakily oh, have so the hard. honor. So I get to do, I get to do good work with them under the guise of couples therapy, but really I'm doing yeah. some internal processing yeah. with them and, and, and doing what an individual therapist would do in the context of couples therapy and they don't know it. So well, you know, I, I'm, I'm much less gentle about that because when that becomes apparent to me, I go, wait, hold on. So hold on. Let me just make sure I get this straight. Um, let's say it's you and Ryan in my office. I go, so mm-hmm. Laura, if, if we fix Ryan, we fix the relationship. Mm-hmm. And she goes, if she goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, I guess you don't need to be here. Like you, you, maybe you don't need to come. Like you can just, okay. you know, I'm like, so, but then it's not couples therapy anymore. So I guess, Ryan, I guess you need to go away and get fixed. Yeah. And then by that point, she has realized that I am messing with her. And yeah. And, uh, but you, I think you do have to disabuse people of the notion that somehow I've been using this metaphor lately too, because it's, it's made sense to me, but I think about like people who are athletes, um, they like professional athletes, they have to take care of their body. They have to know their skill. They have to get good at their thing. But if they get traded from one team to the next, they Mm -hmm. also have to learn how to take everything that they're good at and apply it to the system that they have been now put in, you know, so they may have a wholly different, like you might, you might be a running back and you get traded from a team that's pass heavy to a team that's run heavy. And so now your whole job changes. Right. Right. Um, even though you're good, you're a good running back. Now you have to actually learn how to do carry a different kind of load or be a different kind of. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what that's this thing I've been trying to explain to people is you have this job to maintain your 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 readiness. Mm-hmm. And then you have to adapt to the system. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. I mean, when you're married, it's not like the you're getting traded, but the system does change when you have a baby or when you move or totally. when somebody loses their job or whatever else. Like mm-hmm. you still have to be able to kind of adapt to the new scheme. So, okay. I have a question for you Sure. because this is coming up for me in so many ways of I'm having, wait, wait, uh, are we about to get serious? Cause I have, I have a really other serious question that I want to ask you. Okay. I'll get serious after you ask me that really serious question. Okay. What do you think about my shave? I, I was thinking like, I think I told you this right before we hit record is that not only do you look like more clean cut and less like a homeless person, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a really awful thing. I'm going to keep it on the podcast because 
because I'm a dick and everybody knows it, but um, <laughs> you do look quite handsome. Thanks. Are you using, are you using, I'm using our new stuff? Yeah. Our new tools. Uh, new tools. Can, yeah. I cannot <laughs> wait. Was this the lawnmower that you hit up on your face? Okay. No. So listen, so we, okay. uh, we got to hang out. Uh, so, uh, Manscaped sent us some yeah. stuff that we could use to figure out if which we, I had never heard of Manscaped before, and then now I'm obsessed and I'm telling yeah. everybody about it. So no, I've used it because look at my face; I can trim all the way down in these little. Rebecca's always wanted me to have these like little angles on my beard. Yeah, so I got that. It makes you look. It gives you like built-in. See, women use contouring; men can just shave totally. their their jawbones into it. I'm yeah. still exactly the same size as I used to be, but now I have shape, right. shapes. Right, but face. now you have you have cheekbones. I believe is what <laughs> yeah. those are called. Oh, if you just so shave, for shave above the cheekbones. Yeah, but you guys got uh, your stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, but hold on. I have to ask you this very yes. personal question. Yeah. Did you take the razor any lower than your neck? I, I haven't. I use the. Um, I use the Summer's ear one. Summer's coming. And the nose Summer's one. coming. I yeah. Know, but, the weed what? whacker, I believe is what that's called. <laughs> yeah. But hip surgery is here. So it's sort right. of like. Mm. So maybe your wife <laughs> needs you to shave her. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, okay. Here's what happened. So we got this beautiful. <clears throat> I don't know if you got the same kit that I got. I but did. We basically got did. one of everything mm-hmm. that Manscaped has to offer. Yeah. Um, I have never seen so many products for men. And I literally was like, I don't understand. Like, this is never going to fly with my husband. My husband doesn't wash his face. He doesn't like, (laughs) he rarely trims his toenails. Like he is the opposite of someone who's going to escape his man. (laughs) So anyway, we get it and it comes in this beautiful package, right? I did actually notice that. I was like, this is fun to unwrap. High quality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then he goes in in the bathroom. Basically we're saying it's a good gift to you can give like this father's day is shame. coming up oh it is uh it yeah. is and my birthday and they have <clears throat> they have these packages so i mean we got like one of everything from the online store but you can buy these packages where you're getting like the tools the manscaper razor like the lawnmower and the weed whacker those are actually what they're called but you also get things like the you know the scrub the exfoliant the ball spray mm-hmm. did you <laughs> please tell me you use that on your face <laughs> no I did not, not use face. it on my face. I did okay. use it. Uh, okay, good. Good. So something did go below the neck. There you go. But you asked um, me about the razor. Yeah. So anyway. what happened is my husband goes into the goes into the, the shower and he's like, I'm going to use some quiet alone time. And he um, he basically created art uh, uh, from his body and the existing. And he was so proud and he was like, touch it, touch it, touch it. So soft. Um, meaning that he has never gotten such a close shave below the belt. And he was so proud and he didn't have like the ingrown hairs that most people get. Anywho, (laughs) this is a lot of information, but I'm telling you is I'm really pumped on it because he's pumped on it. And what we're, trying to, here. what we're trying to tell you is this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio has been brought to you by Manscaped, and we That's can right. prove it. Support for Marriage Therapy Radio is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MTR20 at manscaped.com. That's MTR20 at manscaped.com. 
So what's the deal with Manscaped? Well, (laughs) they are um, a company that really specializes in male grooming. And I'm talking about the grooming that happens um, below the waist. And it can also include nose hair and ear hair. And it was really fun to introduce these products to my husband because he is not a groomer in any sort of imagination. I mean, he just doesn't even wash his face. If he brushes his teeth, I'm one happy girl. But when this product arrived, we got this beautiful bag that had all sorts of lotions and potions and all the tools and they're heavy duty, lovely tools. And I heard the shower turn on and he went in, a little twinkle in his eye because he was excited to try this out. And when he came out, I swear to you, the man was 10 pounds lighter in hair. He had groomed himself in a way that just brought a smile across not only my face, but his face. And it was really fun for him to try out all of these toners and their boxer briefs that they came with looked so cute on him. They even came with ball deodorant, um, which I I guess is important for men. I don't know because I don't personally have them, but he sure enjoyed it. But I wanted to let you know that because I'm thinking about the men in our lives, Father's Day is coming up and I didn't want for you to miss out on an opportunity to really spread the love, not only for your partner, but also you get to reap the benefits of a well-groomed gentleman. So you get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code MTR20 at manscaped.com. That's MTR20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. All right. Well, I mean, I, I am really pumped and excited on Manscaped and um, you know, it's incredible. It's like we're so bad at being inauthentic that we just have to gush about like the actual thing. We actually. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> we will never push a product that we actually don't love and adore. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's fun times. It's fun times to be in, in, in marriage therapy radio land. And you were going to say something that I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what I've been seeing a lot of in my practice, which is people who, uh, whether it be COVID related, um, I think we've talked about this, but individuals are coming out of COVID are coming out of certain seasons in their life and they're growing and they're a different person than they Mm -hmm. were before. Mm -hmm. And yet they are still within the context of their marriage and still within the context of their family. Mm -hmm. And so So the scheme has changed. The system has changed. System is they got traded right? to a team that's now a post-COVID team. Exactly. Um, however, COVID. I think what's going on is they're saying, I don't know if I want to be a running back anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I actually want to be a quarterback. I think that's mm-hmm. where my gifts have been. And I have just been posing as a running back for the last 15 years because that's what you needed or that's what our family needed or that's what society needed. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a lot of people coming to this like almost identity crisis. Um, And they're trying to figure out how do I do this Mm -hmm. within the context of the system? How am I able to, like, I have the same team still on, I'm Mm -hmm. still a Seahawks, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not a running back anymore. And I see this 
in sex therapy, I see it where someone might transition, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, I am no longer really feeling like I am a male in the right now. And I want to transition as a female. And I have walked couples through that process of uh, shifting and changing as an individual, but also redefining the context of their relationship as now it's two women rather than a man and a woman or now whatever that might be. But if we take it down and just recognize like, I am not someone who is a sing- like a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a powerful business person. Mm-hmm. And that redefining of the of the identity, I'm seeing so much of that and I'm wondering like what what do you do to support a marriage when one person evolves and changes so much mm-hmm. and wants to wants the freedom to change? Well, I mean, I think I, I mean, I literally almost had this exact same conversation yesterday with somebody else. Um hmm. Because they, he said, we're just not compatible. And I was like, wait, wait a second. You, you are compatible. He's like, yeah, but that's when we were younger and, da, 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 and we didn't have a baby and we didn't live in Seattle and, you know, so all this other stuff. And I was like, hold on. You understand though, that change is inevitable, right? Change is going to happen. You're going right. to, you know, your body's minimally, your bodies are going to change. You know, your interests are going to change. Maybe there's a pandemic that changes your whole perspective on what the world means or how that lives. Maybe you quit drinking. Maybe you get a new job that makes you, mm. you know, really excited about how to, you know, how, to, how your changes your relationship with money. It's change is going to happen. And so right. I think part of what you, it's not so much what you do, but who are you? Are you going to be a person who's adaptable? Right. And I think I always say that, you know, well, okay. Okay. I had this one line of thought that I was going to follow, but I think I'm going to follow another one unless you want to uh, pivot. I'm listening. I'm all thing. ears. Well, it's it's interesting that you, that we've started kind of with this running back sort of metaphor because I've been thinking a lot about the notion of finite and infinite games. And have we, I don't know if we've talked about this here before, but it's it's a good example of what what I'm trying to do. But a finite game is football, right? There's a white line around the field. There's two teams. They're trying to beat each other. There's a rule book that somebody wrote outside over here. And there's a guy who will blow a whistle and throw a flag if you break the rule and you're going to get penalized and move backwards. And then at some point, the time's going to run out and right. somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. That's a finite game. They, that's most of the games that we play. Mm-hmm. This, by the way, is for a book I got named, by a guy named James Kars. And um, what's it called? It's called Finite and Infinite Games. And, oh, look at um, that. But his supposition then is that there's also infinite games and this would be like a marriage, right? And in a marriage, the, the goal isn't to win. The goal is to prolong the game. Mm-hmm. And in a marriage, it's death or divorce. That's the end of the game in a marriage. Hmm. Right? It's a little bummer to me that you say the, the, the rules of marriage is to prolong the game. I'm like, if that is... Well, you're trying to push out death or divorce as far as possible, right? That's that's the health thing that we're saying. Um, Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. The rules, it's not the rules of the game. It's the purpose of the game. Purpose is to make this work as long as possible, Um, which means the rules have to change from time to time because the conditions change, because there's a pandemic, because your body changes, Mm. because Mm -hmm. you make more or less money, because you have children. But the rules don't apply because of some rule book that's out here. It's not John Gottman's rule book. It's not the Bible. It's not your parents. Mm-hmm. It's rules that the two of you make. Right. And in order for the two of you to continue to play the game, the two of you have to be changing the rules together. Mm-hmm. If we're playing, if you and I are playing tag and, and I'm like, here's the boundaries. And you're like, no, the boundaries are over there. Well, that's not a very fun game for us because one of us is winning and losing. And I think you're cheating and you think I'm being a baby. And you know, like, so we can't, 
we can't, we have to change the rules together in concert with right. one another in order and, to and make sure in that, agreement. Yeah. Because, because otherwise you're just sort of, I don't know. And, and couples play games all the time, right? That couple that comes in here and says, if we fix her, we fix the relationship. That's a game. Hmm. It's not a fair game. And it's yeah. him. It's one of them deciding what the rules are, but if the, it's not working right now, mm-hmm. we have to come up with a different way to think about the rules. Mm-hmm. And I have all kinds of ideas about how to do that. So when you talk about how to do this, right? Um, because one of the things that you can say is, okay, really, under- I understand very clearly the rules that you have established. I don't want to play by those rules. Mm-hmm. So now you just don't have to play. You can actually divorce if you want, if you need to. Mm-hmm. You take um, your ball and leave. But at least we've done that by agreement. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not quite take your ball and leave, right? It's not quite, I'm just opting out. It's more like, hey, as we've evaluated the situation and understood the conditions, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. game is no longer tenable and it may be better for us to go do something else. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because again, and it can be ridiculous, right? Again, I had this conversation yesterday and she wanted, I forget what she wanted, but it was something that was middle of the road. She wanted to like, um, I don't know, buy like a piece of furniture or something that was going to radically change the living room. I think it was. Okay, fine. That, that needs to, we need to talk about that. If that's mm-hmm. the rule though, that she's going to pin the marriage on, it's kind of hard. If she pins it on something less, like I need you to, you know, shave, use, use your shaver every single day. <laughs> the lawnmower. And, you know, that's even more ridiculous. But if she says, Hey, I don't want you sleeping with prostitutes. Sure. Then she can cut and he goes, no, I don't want to play by those rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, fine. Then that's not a game that's tenable for her, for moral reasons, for safety reasons, for financial reasons. Anyway, my point is part of what you have to do is enter a conversation with the couple or, and the couple with one another about mm-hmm. what are the rules that we are willing to play by as because the landscape has changed. Right. I was, right. <laughs> sorry. One more okay, thing. So this, let me, one, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I was talking to the same couple there in their twenties, I think. And, um, I was telling them like, it's kind of like, do you remember playing kick the can when you were a kid? And no, they didn't. They, they didn't remember. Like, what is, what is kick the can? You have to <laughs> but, be in your thirties and forties. But and here's older. an example of that, which is if you're playing kick the can and you're loving it and the sun goes down, you have to say, okay, yeah. now you can only kick the can where the street light is. Right. And if somebody's like, no, I'm going to kick it outside all the time. But my main point of that story was they had no idea what kick the can was. Uh-huh. I knew that was coming. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. dang. <clears throat> the only reason I know what kick the can is because my mom was like, you guys need to learn how to play kick the can because we're not going to let this game die with your generation. I need to make sure that it continues. That's okay. sweet. So, I I mean, there's a lot of different things that I'm thinking about that are a little more concrete, like, um, you know, everybody out there is like Googling kick the can right now. Like, what is kick the can? (laughs) No, we're quickly finding out how old our demographic is. (laughs) Our demographic are there are age people, they're not much younger. So, they all know what kick the can is. I know it. Um, By the way, we had a listener write in who really enjoys us, but she said that you don't answer your emails. And so I was like, okay. It was probably because. Well, anyway. Um, okay. So I want to get a little, little more concrete about 
one person needing to evolve or change in the relationship because I think what I'm seeing is the do I can I make this change within the relationship or do I make this change outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm wanting to sort of seek advice from you and talk about is how do you allow for this flexibility of change what needs to happen for both partners? Is it a redefining of the boundaries? Is it, hey, I recognize your need for change, whatever that might be, a new career path, going back to school, changing your religion. That's a huge one for a mm-hmm. lot of my Utah clients of people that are walking away from the church that they grew up in. Mm-hmm. One person's out, one person's in. Um, I would say the first thing that comes to mind is boundaries, 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 Mm -hmm. establishing and being clear with the rules that you're talking about of the game Mm -hmm. is yeah. In order for you to grow and change and evolve and be flexible, you also need to know where the walls are or where the boundaries are and being really clear about where those are. And it might just be, Hey, here's the boundaries of what they look like, you know, current day. What, how do you envision the boundaries being after this, what does that look like? Yeah. And I think that's a really healthy conversation to have. Yeah. Boundaries is a tough one because people think that boundaries are restrictive. I actually think boundaries make your, make your life bigger, right? Like agreed. Um, I've told this story many, many times, but it's, uh, I, I, mean, I hate telling things over and over again, but you know what? You might have a lot of new listeners. And so mm-hmm. new listeners, mm-hmm. you get a lot of our old stories. We're just going to recycle stuff for you. Um, <laughs> that's right. But there's this urban legend out of New York City, and it's, I'll go quick, and it's about how there's a school on the Upper West Side, and the playground in the back was bordered by three busy streets, and the school, to protect the children, erected a fence, which the neighbors hated. And so the neighbors petitioned to bring the fence down, and when the fence came down, what happened next was you you sort of think that, oh, kids ran into the street and got hit by a car, but what actually happened was kids um, were huddling then in the middle of the playground um, Mm. because they, they didn't feel like they could go out to the edges. But it was actually the fence that made the playground bigger. Mm-hmm. They could use more of this land because they knew that the that that there was a, a guardrail. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's when we can establish really clear boundaries in the relationship. It actually gives us more freedom than less mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. lack of clarity that makes things harder for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, when when the when the landscape changes under the relationship, and you know we're coming out of a pandemic. Um, and we're sort of kind of going, Oh, what, what, what did we used to do that we can't do anymore? What do we want to do still? Or what, who am I now? Or how does that work? The lack of clarity creates a lot of instability and confusion for people. So, Hmm. um, I think you're right. Um, one other thing. Okay. I, well, let me talk about the pandemic because I, (laughs) when you're talking about like these boundaries, when you, uh, erect boundaries, it allows for more flexibility, more Mm -hmm. exploration, more creativity. And I actually experienced that in the context of COVID when we were in actual lockdown, there was like a pretty significant period of time, pretty early on where like our kids, we're not in school. Everybody was home. The streets were bare. We weren't going to the grocery store. You were living off of your pantry and your freezer items for a long time. This is like early, early COVID. What I found was that knowing that I couldn't leave my home, knowing that I couldn't go grocery shopping, couldn't do any of that. I became way more creative Mm -hmm. inside of the bounds of my home because my, my boundaries now were you don't leave the house. Those are the new rules. I became way more creative I started making bread. 
we started doing activities in the home that we never ever like did before. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. The amount of freedom that I experienced because I was within the boundaries of my home. It was, yeah. I mean, just what you were experiencing with having very clear boundaries allows for that flexibility, creativity. Well, and I think back to the point about finite and infinite games, the reality in a finite game is the boundary is drawn for you, right? It's the white line around the field. Um, Mm -hmm. in the infinite game, again, you have to be changing the boundaries as it works for the relationship in order Mm -hmm. to prolong the game, to push out Mm -hmm. death or divorce. And again, it's Mm -hmm. one of these things you're rooting for death, which is weird, but it is kind of like the, the goal I think is to make sure that you're staying adaptable and flexible enough with one another and the inevitability of change that you can make it work. It's an interesting thing too, about the the pandemic, because I have couples coming back into my practice. Do you have this happening? What do you mean? Like, like couples they, that were meeting with me before COVID and now they're like, Hey, COVID's over. Can we come back to the office? Totally. Um, but I didn't see them during the, during the, the lockdown. And wow. so I'm actually having in real time, the experience that John had during his research, which was the perpetual problem thing. Like the hairstyles have changed and the, Nothing and has the clothing changed. has changed, but the, but the argument is the same. And yeah. that means that you have to kind of make some peace with that and learn how to accept that this is kind of baked in. And so mm-hmm. the, the boundary may be acceptance and empathy and dialogue versus mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. you know, or if she changes, we change the relationship. So I think this was helpful. Just thinking through some of the clients in my practice of what needs to. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm just thinking, like you said, your brain is exploding. My yeah. brain is exploding. Yeah. You're watching in real time, like pure it's consultation here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have a nice three day weekend. I'm going right to enjoy on. it. Do it. I'm going to float right by your house. Do it. On a ferry. Cool. Okay. Well, let's land this plane. Yep. Um, I will let you know in real time how the shaving continues okay. and what other kind of art sure my husband creates. Yeah. We're very excited about that. Yeah. And I'll see you. And Father's Day is coming up, right? Do yeah. you know what day Father's Day is? I don't. It's after my birthday. <gasps> how old are you going to turn? 49. Holy moly. That's right. We talked about I'll definitely be there. Uh, I kind of wish like... I was 50 already, but I, I'll take 49. It's fine. doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I, do. I don't know when Father's Day is, but it's coming. Oh, I do. It's Sunday. It's June, Sunday, the 19th. June, Sunday, the 19th. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So plenty of time to get your Manscaped order in before. That's right. <laughs> gonna... Get All the right. bundle. The bundle is so cool. All right. All right. All right. Let's land it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. We are proudly sponsored by Manscaped if you didn't catch on to that. But we do have a promo code so that you can get your orders in before Father's Day or for anyone that you want to be Manscaped, to be quite honest. I wanted to send one of these to my brother. I want to send them to anybody, any man in my life. Um, But if you go to manscaped.com and you enter in the promo code MTR, that's for Marriage Therapy Radio, MTR20, you get 20% off. That's pretty awesome. But just check out the cool grooming gifts that sets the they have because you end up getting a couple of free gifts in the process and a super cool bag to go along with that. All right. Well, thanks so much for all of your time and your attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.